step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, Wayne Allyn here. The madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code Wayne to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now. And for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry, less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code WAYNE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code Wayne my bookie you go to eat lightning you got a crap thunder but I have to put you in a cage kid. <laughs> Joe Biden that was Joe Biden he's talking about he's put, talking about putting children in cages again that must have been Joe Biden he's telling all the illegal immigrant children we're gonna put you in a cage we're gonna put you in a cage Rocky um <laughs> The, uh, the sponsor of this segment of the show, VRA, Vertical Research Advisory. Kip Herridge is the founder of VRA, close friend of mine for 20 years and a leader in the financial industry on Wall Street for 30 years. Took seven companies public, raised hundreds of millions of dollars for great American companies. In 2003, Kip founded uh, VRA, his global investment and economic newsletter. And his top performing recommendations have beaten the market 16 out of the last 19 years. This is 20th Year is 20th anniversary in 2023. He is the Nostradamus of Wall Street. The guy is a rock star on Wall Street. And he is the guy that called the October low for the stock market on the very day it hit bottom. And then from that point on, the stock market's up 18% and VRA portfolio with his newsletter is up 82%. Four times more than the stock market. Have you ever performed like that in your life? Unbelievable. You got to get involved. You got to get this newsletter and you can get it free for two weeks to check it out right now at VRAinsider.com. Uh, VRAinsider.com. You not only get two weeks of newsletter free, you get his best selling book, The Big Bribe, for free as well. Join now at VRAinsider.com. All right. Uh, we've got our guest here, Elizabeth Rogliani author of the new book, How Progressivism Destroyed Venezuela. She's an immigrant from Venezuela, and I thought this would be a great story because 
Look at the blue states in America. Look at New York. Look at California. Look at Illinois. Look at any blue state and look at compare them to red states like Florida and Texas. Uh, run so much better. People have such better lives in Florida than they do in New York or California. They're tr- Democrats are trying to turn America into Venezuela, and you need to hear what Venezuela is like now, thanks to you know liberal slash socialist slash progressive slash Marxist policies. Elizabeth Rogliani, welcome to the Wayne Allen Root Show. Thank you so much for having me. So describe uh, what Venezuela was like before the communists took over, Hugo Chavez and company, and then after the communists took over. I'm sure they'd call themselves socialists, but you and I both know there's no difference. They're all Marxists, and they, they want the same thing, right. destroy their country and destroy capitalism. Tell everyone what it was like and tell everyone what it became, Elizabeth Rogliani. Yeah, 100%. So, um I was essentially a toddler when these people took over, but I, I'm actually in Aruba right now. And this man was driving around the island, and he is, he's born and raised here in Aruba. His family came from Tuscany, and he said that when he got married, he went to Caracas, because that was the place to go. That was in the 60s. Like, everyone would go there. It was paradise. My, um, my family also came from Spain. In Italy, and they kind of uh, grew up in the golden era of Venezuela in the 50s and 60s. And people were living comfortably. It wasn't all perfect, but there was a lot of uh, possibilities with the country. It was pretty safe. Um, that has changed. And they were also quite selective about who got to move there. Um, they were, at that time, right, that changed after the 60s. So they were, they required a recommendation letter from your town. Um, they wanted to make sure that whoever was coming into the country was going to contribute to it um, as opposed to taking from it. But then that sort of changed in the 60s and they started having a more of an open door policy, especially uh, the countries in the South. They were welcoming a lot of people that didn't have the best life in the surrounding nations, but they wanted to come in and have the Venezuelan passport and millions of people started coming into the border. Um, but with this idea of like being welcoming and tolerant, the, the country's demographics and just, uh, it started to change. And it was a small country at the time. So it had some social programs that allowed for people going to um, college with affordability, going to hospitals and whatnot. But once this amount of people started coming in, uh, and like soaking up all the resources that started to change drastically and, and the, the poverty level started growing and growing. Uh, in fact, my city, where I'm from, Caracas, um, has a huge valley full of DIY houses built with bricks that people just put together. Um, in Brazil, they call them favelas. I'm not sure if you can form a picture in your mind. Um, but that did not exist in Caracas. It was just pure green valley. And now it's full of these small little houses filled with people that, you know, they came in um, trying to like grasp it to the opportunity that existed in Venezuela. But because of how it happened so fast, um, the poverty level really started to be a problem. Crime went up. Um, so, yeah, it, I didn't get to live. Um, the height of it, I, I only know stories, or at least I know what it was a little bit like when I was really, really young. So, so you escaped. Um, Is that the deal? Your family left? My family left 
Um, I, you know, for me, I, I didn't think of it as escaping because at the time I always thought I would go back. Uh, I wanted to go abroad for college. At the time that I was going to go to my last years in high school, they were talking a lot about changing the education system. So we took the decision that maybe we should finish high school abroad. And so we did. And then my parents followed after when the insecurity became just, um, you know, just insurmountable in their eyes. And so now tell us how it compares. First of all, tell us what Venezuela is like now. How bad is it? And is the United States on the same exact path? Yeah, I mean, so I'm going to be super honest with you. Right now, I haven't been to Venezuela in about seven years. And I have heard that because of the, the Trump did something, and he kind of imposed some sanctions on Venezuelan officials a few years ago. So they couldn't go abroad and spend their money, the money they had stolen. So they had started, they started to create a more safe environment in the capital city. So all these businesses started popping up here and there. Uh, but in, the, in 2015, around that time, it was really unsafe and you couldn't really live your life comfortably there whatsoever. Now, I will say this, there is a huge gap between people that were wealthy before. Um, it is hard to get wealthy now there. Um, and the people that were poor or lower middle class, like those are the people that are having the hardest time because people that already had some generational wealth, they kind of manage. Right. Of course. Of course. Um, There's there's pockets in Caracas that are comfortable. Elizabeth, Um, same thing here. Same thing here. The people who want Marxism in America are all Ivy League graduates, which I am too, by the way. But I'm the rare Ivy League graduate who's a big, you know, who was a conservative going in and and remained a conservative coming out. But 99% of everyone I ever met at Columbia University and my daughter went to Harvard, they're all communists. And they're all rich. They're all rich. They do fine in a Marxist economy because they already have millions. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. But the people who are poor have no chance or lower middle class have no chance of ever moving up again. And the people who are middle class lose everything they've got and they wind up poor and they have no chance right yeah the middle class was destroyed through all of this i think it was pretty bad i i i come from uh my my grandfather was an engineer in the 50s and 60s and 70s and he did well for himself he grew up in a middle class uh family in the north like in a fishing village and he moved to caracas and he started his engineering company and that did pretty well in the 50s because Venezuela was kind of booming. It was, um, his business was doing really well. But then uh, every, everything kind of stagnated in the 90s and then so on and so forth. And there's people that I know that have stayed there that are okay. They're doing well. They do not like the situation, but they live comfortable lives. But I also know of people that have had to leave because it's impossible to live there without... No, you, everyone knows someone that has been either kidnapped or killed. There's, I, I don't think anyone is immune to that. Um, but yes, the rich and the wealthy and upper middle class, they tend to have the possibility to get around. A lot of people have left. Uh, granted, they have left. They have gone to Europe. They have gone to the States and whatnot uh, with their you know, financial possibility. But um, there's still little pockets there that are doing well, especially in the more wealthy cities. 
But the majority, the grand majority of people are not doing that well. There's definitely a lot of poverty. And those people are having a hard time finding stuff to eat. And inflation is one of the hardest things that they can get. They, they, they don't make enough money to put food on their table like well, well, they Elizabeth, able to 20 years Elizabeth, ago. same yeah. story in the United States. The inflation is destroying yeah. the middle class. All my friends that are rich keep going, I don't know what you're talking about. Inflation is not so bad. And yeah. all my friends who are middle class are going, oh, my God, my life's being destroyed. I don't know how exactly. rich people don't see it. I don't get it. I don't get it. You can't afford the yeah. food in the grocery store anymore. You can't afford restaurants anymore. Nothing is affordable <laughs> in the United States. 100%. So it's the same thing. Think- and the censorship and the destruction of the energy sector and the destruction of the education educational system and the media on the side of one party at all times and the attack on freedom of speech. It's all the same as where you're from Venezuela. That's the issue. Same thing happening in the United States. Hey, Elizabeth, we, we, we got to run. We're up against news break, hard break. Elizabeth Rogliani, author of the new book, How Progressivism Destroyed Venezuela. She's an immigrant from Venezuela, and she is thriving in the United States of America. Elizabeth, great. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. It was so fast. All right, Wayne Allen Root, we'll be back in a minute. Uh, RootForAmerica.com is my website. WayneRoot at gmail.com is how you contact me. WayneRoot at gmail.com. And when we get back, a lot more to tell you about. World Health Organization uh, positioning itself to become the global health dictator while the masses are distracted with the lab leak story. We got big problems. We'll tell you about it when we get back. All right, Wayne Allen Root, Z-Stack is the uh, product that is the sponsor of this segment of the show. Actually, it's Z-Stack and Z-Shield. Dr. Zelenko, remember him so often a, a guest on this show so many times, I don't know, at least a dozen times, maybe 20 times. And he gave us such good advice. I can't tell you how many lives I believe he saved of my fans uh, telling us about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and vitamins, the right vitamins to take to keep you healthy and to build your immune system and to, if you get sick, help you get well. So Zelenko worked tirelessly to develop new formulas and products to protect you right till the end of his life. He died of cancer last year. And his revolutionary Z-Stack product was based on his Nobel Prize-nominated Zelenko protocol to boost your immune system against active viruses. But Dr. Zelenko was also searching for a way to address dormant viruses, and he developed Z-Shield, While the immune system gets rid of most viruses, some linger inside us. These dormant viruses include Epstein-Barr herpes viruses such as shingles and chickenpox and many more. Z-Shield helps ensure you're not vulnerable to new viruses or reactivation of the dormant ones. Get Z-Stack and Z-Shield right now at ZStackLife.com. Use promo code WAR for a discount just for my fans. Promo code WAR at ZStackLife.com. So here's that story I was telling you about. The World Health Organization is positioning itself to become the global health dictator. And we're all being distracted. It's a weapon of mass distraction by the lab leaks. Because the really big story is, is what these people are trying to do. And so newly proposed amendments to the international health regulations would give the World Health Organization dictatorial control. Meaning dictators control over public health in every country in the world which now includes free speech that is deemed to be misinformation or disinformation. You do realize every word I say on this show is raw truth and power to truth, and they would declare all of it, all of it, to be misinformation and disinformation. 
If ratified, these amendments would force all United Nations member states, including the USA, to adopt vaccine passports. And when the next pandemic arrives, in other words, uh, it's going to arrive. We all know it. It's just a matter of when. And maybe it'll be tomorrow, probably the day after they sign this agreement. The WHO will only allow those in compliance with the latest vaccine mandates to travel, work, eat, and live. And the WHO's director general would also be granted the authority to declare an international public health emergency at any time in response to the COVID, uh, you know, Wuhan coronavirus, plunging the country to a totalitarian police state. If the WHO gets its way, these will become global public health emergency declarations that inevitably lead to lockdowns, mask mandates, jab mandates, meaning vaccine mandates, travel restrictions, and whatever else the powers that be deem suitable as final solutions for the next disease scare. The WHO's plan is to invoke a pandemic treaty, allowing it to basically control the affairs of the entire world. And this is all being forged at a time when the media is distracting everyone with the lab leak scandal and the so-called lockdown files. Is it a coincidence, or are they distracting us so there's less resistance? That's a, a question asked by the expose of England. Or are they hoping the world's population will beg for the WHO to take over because our governments have failed us? Well, you know who failed us worse? The WHO and the CDC and the AMA and the FDA. Who are they? Only 13% of the WHO's budget comes from member states. The other 87% comes from private institutions and individuals. Can you imagine who those private institutions and individuals are? Uh, There are actually two agreements the WHO is working on right now that will massively expand its powers in the event of a declared health emergency or pandemic. The IHR amendments and the pandemic treaty, which are similar but separate in scope. The proposed amendments to the 2005 IHR include changing the World Health Organization's advisory activities to mandatory even when there is just a potential emergency rather than a real one. These amendments also allow the WHO to mandate medical treatments, overriding national sovereignty, meaning it doesn't matter what President Trump thinks if he's president. It doesn't matter what a senator thinks. It doesn't matter what a governor of Nevada or whatever Texas, Florida thinks. doesn't matter. They're going to have the right to overrule governors and mayors and senators and president of the United States. Adoption of the amendments only requires a simple majority this, this treaty could become nightmare. No signature by country leaders and no Senate or Parliament votes are needed. The pandemic treaty poses similar threats while creating additional ones. It would allow the WHO to arbitrarily speed up the drug approval process, sending to market every new emergency drug or vaccine at warp speed. The pandemic treaty also supports and promotes gain-of-function research, which is believed to be, of course, what led to the creation and unleashing of, uh, of COVID, Fauci's COVID. Adoption of the WHO requires a two-thirds vote by the World Health Assembly and can enter into force upon signature by a nation's leader. If it all goes as planned, a final draft will be submitted for consideration by the 77th World Health Assembly in 2024 and will likely be presented to the World Health Assembly, the IHR, in 2024. So there isn't much time, folks, before we're all destroyed, and we're all locked down, and we're all masked for the rest of our lives. Our kids in school for the rest of their lives are masks. We're all forced vaccinated with an experimental deadly vaccine that we know is going to kill us all or give us shingles all over our body 
or give us a stroke or a heart attack or a hemorrhage or give us a immune killing disease, you know, our own immune system turning on us, autoimmune disease like lupus, like Epstein-Barr. You don't want these things. You don't want these vaccines. You don't want these masks. You don't want these lockdowns. You don't want the WHO. We'll be right Hi, Wayne Alaroot here. The madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code Wayne to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now. And for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry, less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code Wayne to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code Wayne. MyBookie.